Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s. This is going to be a riveting episode. My name is McKenna, aka Books, and I will be your host and investigator for this episode. Under normal circumstances, this is where I would introduce my fellow adventurers. However, today we have to make some changes because there has been a murder! Murder! (gasps) Dear listeners, today I must inform you of a death of a beloved friend. No, don't say it. Not only has this loved member of our community passed, but he has passed under suspicious circumstances. No! And the suspicions fall on one of our own. No! That's right, dear listeners. Planty has died. (laughs) And our very own Caitlin is under suspicion for his murder. You murderer. It wasn't me. Due to the sensitive nature of these accusations, I have asked Cassie to be the lead investigator of this murder. That's right. You're going down, fucker. Cassie, do you have any questions you would like to ask Caitlin? Yeah, Caitlin. Hi. Hi. So you now know you're under investigation for the uh, cruel, cruel murder of beloved plant Planty. Yes. And I just want, can you describe Planty for the uh, audience here so we can all get to know and love him as he should be? Let me tell you a quick story about Planty. Yeah. So Planty came into my life through Cassie. She gifted me Planty Mm -hmm. around Christmas time, time about two years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Planty, then uh, I kept him alive for over a year and a half and then he just started getting a little brown and... uh, and then we lost him. Oh, well, he just, he, well, no, then he got hit by a car one time. But then we <laughs> lost him. Oh, he just started to get a little brown and you didn't see any suspicion there. Well, I kept watering him. But. How much water? I brought him out to lunch with me every week. And that's where he was put in danger. Well, yeah, that's where he got hit by a car on accident one time. But he's he was okay after that. He didn't die until like a, a, like a, a, like a year after that. You know what? Stuttering is a, sign, a strong <laughs> sign of, of guilt. guilt. But I feel like you straight up just admitted to this. Like you admitted, I didn't even need to interview. You just said you got the plant run over. No, I've admitted to that beforehand on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I just had to throw but it out you there. you don't admit to his death. No, I don't admit to killing him. I would never do that to my planty. I love my planty. He was my office mate for a very long time and I loved him. Okay, so what would you classify letting him get hit by a car? A plant get hit by a car. What do you classify An that as? Accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, your friend, accident Your happen? friend and you walk across the street. Your friend get hit by a car but you don't but it's this is accident. like you said your friend in front of a moving car <laughs> the circumstances are a bit different he was on the sidewalk he was not supposed to be hit this a car was legs your plant is not a car was not supposed to be there he's supposed to be alive today and he wasn't supposed to get hit by a car man oh man i have i have so many questions would Hi, you consider yourself a negligent parent uh when it comes to plants uh no no that that didn't seem very <laughs> truthful to me there was a lot I, of hesitation i have two plants in my office planty was one of them and planty died my other plant is still alive oh suspiciously you have one that's still alive huh yes that means i am a okay enough parent no, one out of two life plants does not count as a success rate <laughs> it sounds like you wanted to get rid of one did the one stay <laughs> like in the office the whole time they both stayed in the office and actually oh did one got uh, ran over. <laughs> one did not stay in the office. Well, Planty, I took him out to lunch with me. All the and time. the other one you kept safely in the office. Uh, I He like didn't need the sun as much as Planty Okay. Oh, right. Planty okay. was half dead. I wanted to find ways to make him feel better. So yes, so I did. So run over. I brought him outside. I stole some nice soil from the local like uh Which could have been thing. poisoned. You, you know, negligently you put didn't test that soil. unknown f- soil into your dear plants. I pot. put 
good fertilized soil into my plant and I put it in there to make him have some good nutrients. And I was just thinking about my plant and what he would like. Okay. You know what? I feel like we're kind of, we're not going to really get anywhere. I'm going to throw some, I want rapid answer, rapid fire. We're just going to settle this right here and now. Okay. 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 Don't think, just say. Okay. Did Planty have a full name? Planty. That was his full name? Yes. All that. Okay. What color flowers did Planty grow? What type of pot was Planty in? It was like a plastic one. Okay, I'm going to need you to be quicker than that and more specific. What type of pot was Planty in? Plastic. What would you say the pot w- would you say the pot was stable that Planty was in? Yes. And you believe you provided a good life for Planty? <laughs> yes. You did all that you could to take care of Planty? Yes. Who gave you Planty? Cassie. Why did you kill Planty? <laughs> I didn't kill Planty! All right. You know what, Cassie? I think it's going to be really hard to get a straight answer out of her. I just feel like she's going to say whatever she thinks we want to hear. Yeah. I don't even know what's what's true, what's false. I feel like we could ask her what her favorite color is, and it might not be it's pink. pink. I don't trust that I anymore. Don't I, don't, I don't know what to believe, Mm-mm. but... I, I don't even know if she's capable of telling the truth. I don't think so. She's taking the shaggy route saying it wasn't her. So <laughs> I, I do think I have a solution, though. Okay. I have here prepared with me a list of questions. And you know what? To be fair and impartial, as a judge should be and a you know, true investigator should be, I'll leave the questions up to the fate of this D20 that I have here. And you know what? We're going to compare Kaylin's answers to your answers mm-hmm. because I know you're truthful and you're honest and you're yeah. not going to lie to me, uh, Never. I would never. So we're going to um, compare all the answers and the level of truthiness to Cassie's and I'll award points on the quality of the answers. And that's how we're going to determine if Caitlin is guilty of the murder of planty that we all know she is <laughs> all right you know with that being decided i feel like that's our best way to approach the solution i think it's a solid plan yeah i don't have a say in this so no you no, definitely you're on don't trial you're, you're a murderer murderers Not don't a murderer. have a say here on this platform i you know what i feel like we each need to go around and like confess a bit more yeah. i feel like we need to dig a little bit deeper and get it all out of our system so can each of us share a fail from this week just to get those confessions out and get in the practice of sharing the truth yeah. this time, Caitlin. My plant died. There's my fail. You killed it. And speaking, no. you killed it because you're an unfit parent. And no. I guess if we're being honest here, we're going to open up the platform. I was an unfit parent, you could say, to my phone because, guys, I yeeted it in the gym. <laughs> I yeeted it straight across the gym, y'all. It was the most comical thing I've ever seen in my life because we were on the treadmill and you would expect this phone to be yeeted backwards like if she dropped it, right? <laughs> was it yeeted forward? No, it went forward. Like, she straight, like, kicked it and it, it went onto another, like, machine. You're, like, the motion natural motion of this phone yeah so like it's you know in the gym that's the danger of things get launched back on treadmills yeah but no i happened to punt mine forward <laughs> and hit it into a bicycle machine yep. that it then hit off of and yep. then landed in the middle of the floor of the uh-huh. gym as it was a very packed day at the gym and it was just my worst nightmare yep it was very there's nothing more like terrifying than having attention on you yeah at the gym. and this one it's a two-story one and where the treadmills are are like in the center of it so people upstairs like no one's really hanging out right there but it's still like dead center everyone zone. sees mm-hmm. it was also right when we got on these treadmills too and we just started picking up speed and then cassie just straight up chucks her phone yeah, I did. and then like right in front of these two people who are walking and it's like oh well you know what they got a good laugh out make, of it. Make say. way. Phones flying everywhere here. I'm just letting people know to give us space because I'm taking this workout seriously. No, you're dedicated. Get limber because shit's coming at you. Get ready mm-hmm. to dodge, fuckers. <laughs> um, speaking of, you know, just yeeting things uh-huh. on accident, I've been doing that not with my phone, uh, but with my food lately on accident. Oh. So this past week has just been, a, I think I'm cursed and I'm not meant to eat because I have like flung fruit across my entire work desk 
And then today I tried to eat, you know, a hot dog for lunch and it somehow just flew <laughs> off of my plate. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like a little dog just rolled all across my coffee table. And I oh. thought it was a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. That just makes me happy. And that's not the first time I've done that. A wiener. A hot dog or with like... A, with a hot dog. Like a multiple food things just what's have wrong to with fly you? out of my hands. Why can't you but hold a hot, hot dog? dogs in particular just fling off the plate. There's a thing that holds them for you. I have them in the bun, but I have a plate too that I'm holding it for some reason. I just get wild. So that, I trust no, that bun those get too much. I will defend you on that. Those things get wobbly. Yes. And it essentially becomes a teeter totter where you hit one side and the dog just goes you just the other get way. a little imbalanced and it just flings off your plate. So. And then you get a wiener in the air and it's just weird. Yeah. So I I've just been it. eating wieners. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, to be done. is that a fail that you yeeted wieners? <laughs> someone has to, okay? In the year 2019, someone's got to eat these wieners. <laughs> You're supposed to eat it, not eat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> eat, don't eat. <laughs> Start the campaign. <laughs> well, uh, mine has to do with food as well. It's not as fun as eating wieners. Um, but I went too hard with really delicious food, and I really fucked up my tummy. Oh, no. Um, the Caitlin story. Yes. I, say, it's I just, feel like I've heard this one before. It's a constant rotation of like, I uh, like my body, so I'm going to eat well. And then like, oh, I trust my body too much, so I'm going to just eat whatever the fuck I want because I quote unquote love myself. But do I love myself when I'm putting myself through this pain? In and the process before the pain hits, you do love yourself. That's like the best right? life you can share. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you're really treating yourself. Mm-hmm. I treat myself until I eat myself to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to eat myself. I will eat you <laughs> like you eat a planty for sure. That's definitely how he was murdered. No. All right. You know what? Let's dive right into that adventure and see if we can test Caitlin's truthiness. And we rolled an eight, which is our Shark Tank pitch. So can you guys go around and share, you know, if you had an invention, what would it be? I have a perfect invention for today's uh, accusations. Oh, okay, good. Um, Because I think it's something that will really help all of us, the world, ourselves, and create uh, a positive outlet for youth and everyone to use their free time. Murder uh, plants. Yes, it's actually it's a tree planting app. (laughs) Oh, how wow! Wow, I feel like this was staged. It feels like um, somebody's guilty about murdering a certain someone. Um, you get uh, it's just an app. You get a local map, and you get to find out where trees can be planted or need to be planted and it helps the world and it's a really fun activity that you can do with all of your friends like you have three friends or two friends and mm-hmm. you just walk outside and it's like oh i see my map there's a, a th- this looks like a place that looks like and it needs a got, hole in a know, plant like some oak seeds right here <laughs> just i got my shovel my gloves and a whole fucking tree right would here you, let's would, plant you, it. would you look at this little sapling it just needs to be planted and look what i am doing i'm, I'm Is planting this, it did this shark tank pitch come after playing a lot of harvest moon yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's about right yes but just think about it it'd be pretty fun i think it's the combination I think of is fun. harvest moon and her killing her plant i feel like it's getting to that's her right. the timeline's really yeah. adding up hey like do you need a map to know where to plant trees or can you just find some land to plant a fucking tree there i mean i think you need like like what if i were to go to an industrial park and like plant this random tree i feel like they'd get <laughs> mad yeah or they like cut my tree down i want to have a well it p- depends on how sneaky you are that's well i mean true. i could just go around being the, the a tree rogue fairy. tree planter yeah Yeah. oh my god i found my calling (laughs) i don't think it's your calling (laughs) 
it's somebody's fault. Under suspicion of a plant murderer? Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not career path. But if you go out there and you plant these trees in random places, then do you have to come back and like continue to water them? No, Mother Nature does that, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Not in California. We don't get rain. (laughs) No, we got sprinklers. We cool. I'll just make sure it's in the... the, Always plant by a sprinkler. Make sure you do not put your shovel in the sprinkler line path. That's where the map comes into place. It's like it has like a nice little radius of sprinklers. So you Uh, know. These two feet are safe. One foot over and we're cutting some lines. Great place to put a tree here. Can you schedule planting like missions like with strangers <gasps> yes so you don't all show up at the same spot and well, like you can both trying like, to plant one tree that's embarrassing you can both like, you all got just it. your little saplings in hand <laughs> now you gotta pick one go there. one tree <laughs> it's just a one tree hill here <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you <Yeah. laughs> all right my shark tank pitch is a lot less eco-friendly but i feel like saves people mine is i feel like phones should come set particularly work phones but you know personal phones too with an option to go to voicemail after you've answered that call for like from that person yeah oh hell so yeah like would literally you hear their voice and you recognize oh shit like paul's calling me again and i really didn't want to take his call because sometimes you don't have people's numbers or they come from my yeah. phone you know, like that. general numbers oh you can do that i can do that damn see Ooh. every phone needs to have this set and you could just like because like you've answered you say hello and like you hear them start talking and you could just hit that little button and it says send a voicemail <laughs> yeah. and they think I they're talking to the a phone live right person now. <laughs> it's yes. a it's a google screener so they literally have the like it answers for you and then it starts talking and then it'll transcript it but for like you what happens or you could hear you answer already oh you've already answered you fucked yes. it up at that point see mine is like if you fucked it up there's still a safety you can net. either there's press answer safe. or a, or like have an assistant answer it for you so it sounds like you answering it oh yeah I, i've heard of that it's yeah. called google assistant yeah 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 that you can put on any phone okay what can you yeah. i will never answer the phone again it's pretty cool because it like it writes it all out for you too so it can be like hi caitlin like i really want to like uh plant a tree in front of your house and it's like i'm not gonna let this bitch do it because i've already sure done you it you can add it to any phone i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's like the goal of google. i'm going fully off the grid fuck you guys never reach me again <laughs> i need to google call you anyway text i just text me. you yeah well who's been talking to me then not you no planting well, from the dead he's dead oh that's scary I'm down. I'm down for a little ghost tree. But you guys, my my Shark Tank pitch also definitely going to save lives. It's also going to save cryptids, you guys. So I'm still stuck on this cryptids because I found out I love them after that episode. So what I'm going to do is I'm proposing today the cryptid cruise. So what this is going to be is a cryptid hunting wine tour mixed with oh. um, Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. Oh. So it's going to be straight up like right out the gate. We're going to let you know none of the shit you're going to see is going to be real. Like mm-hmm. it's all a gimmick. It's all for the cheesy puns. But listen to help with that we're gonna have a whole bunch of wine and alcohol and it's just gonna be a tour like you're gonna be in like a little jeep and something like trying to find bigfoot nessie all these people while drinking and we're gonna have like little stations where like we stop and everything and there's gonna be like robot like little bigfoot and he's also there like drinking wine or something i don't know it's gonna get it's gonna get wacky and then on the tour they can tell you the craziest stories and connections to each of these like creatures and stuff each one each all these people are gonna be like improv people they're gonna have stories ready it's gonna be so cheesy and perfect perfect and uh i want to live in this world i absolutely I really love that quit our jobs and make this a real thing i really do because honestly like this was something like when we've traveled like we went to ireland all i wanted to do i wanted to spend a full day trying to find fairies like and i wanted like a fake fairy experience is yes. all i want i wanted a cheesy fairy experience like a fairy finder like if i could hire i would pay money to hire like a fairy finder just yeah. to have them tell me like oh a whole bunch of bullshit oh, there's some there's like m&ms on the floor there's some little fairy poop here it's like <laughs> shit as a screen it's of has real. the m M&M on it like i would love that that's yeah. all i want yeah. and that's 
a tour we're going to create, you guys. I want oh. it. I'm so down. I'm literally going to quit Same. jobs. <laughs> I will invest right now. Yes. Hell yeah. Sassy. I'm investing. You have all my money. Well, all right. It's fine. And I all don't my have much. Like, you, you know, I don't have much money either, but I'll write for you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I need. All right. So those were some great pitches. Caitlin, I am a little concerned that yours comes from a place of guilt. Mm-hmm, definitely. It's definitely it's there. Definitely a sign. But if it is coming from a place of guilt, it still felt honest. Yeah, it was. So I'm going to give you 100 points because it did still yes! feel honest. Cassie. I, it's our new future. So my favorite Shark Tank. Pitch. I We've had a lot of great pitches. We have. Uh, but this one feels in reach. It stays true to us. It feels we like just it's need, like a little lake. A little, a little lake, a little Jeep. We need like oh. a little bit of property. Just, just a, a little bit. Yeah, okay, just that's it. impossible. It's just so hard to get. Just yeah. so hard to get. Okay, you just found the impossible part of it. <laughs> I did say it had to be in California. Property outside of California is possible. Right, she's right there. But it's I like just you. a home. <laughs> that's the impossible part. Like and it's you. where Bigfoot exists. Thank you very much. Right? You're going to take away Bigfoot from us? No. Mm. Nah, yeah, nah. Bigfoot could like migrate to like Wyoming or something where property is <laughs> probably cheaper. We'll let them know we brought Bigfoot with us. No yes. one lives there. <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, so for yours, you're going to get 170. And I'm going to roll again. We rolled a six, which is actually my number, which, you know what, Caitlin, I feel like this is a good chance to take you out of the hot seat and test, you know, my truthiness and knowledge. So, yeah. so McKenna, you know that I cannot tell a lie because I have a horrible tell. Well, see, so I, I don't, don't know why I'm on know like this. You don't know this. I've just always been told to maybe you've been crafting this elaborate lie this entire time. I've just been told to look away because you say you have a tell. Well, but it could have just been part of a giant ruse. Either way, oh don't look God. at me because you're going to find out what the answer is if you look at me. But OK, true or false, McKenna. Oreo cookies have existed longer than chocolate chip cookies. True. False. False. Oreos were introduced in 1912. Chocolate chip cookies were invented circa 1938. So Oreos have been around longer. Wait, isn't that what I said? No, I think. Yeah. I said Oreos have been around longer. True. And you said false and then went into some bullshit. You know <laughs> Oh, this isn't looking good for <laughs> that, you. I thought this was going to take her out of the hot oh, seat. She's no. still went right back to it, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I got my own question wrong. Did you get your own memory wrong, too? Yes. About killing plants? No. Shit. Almost so wow. close right there. Oh. Yeah. But wait, I am confused. Which one did come first? <laughs> I know, right? I genuinely don't know. The anymore. Oreo cookie came first. It, okay, it, that's what in I thought. 1912. Chocolate chip cookies were actually an accident. The baker who was making them, she was trying to make chocolate cookie dough. And she thought the chocolate chips would melt in the batter and make like chocolate cookies. Buck, were you ready her, for her to have facts on your own shit? Oh my God, no. <laughs> but that was circa 1938. So I just know, wasn't there, there was Oreos. Somebody else made an Oreo first. It wasn't called Oreos, but it was Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the date of those? I believe so. I don't mm. have all of the facts, but I could look it up. And, and then Nabisco also, just like fucked them over. And they were like, like yeah. oh, they look made- at our genius cookie idea. To be fair, they did make it better. The other one had like thin little crackers and mm. like not that much stuffing. Like they did do better. So I believe the, the original cookie that like the Oreo snack cookie mm-hmm. is out there still. The brand. I'll look it up. I don't want any more of your lies. We've had enough of your lies. All right. You know what? I think it's time for us to move on. We're getting closer, though, to revealing the truth. I mm-hmm. definitely think. It's definitely shining some light on yeah. Caitlin's character. The Oreo, the Oreo Oreo mm-hmm. was introduced in 1912. The so Oreo brand Oreo? Oreo cookie. brand Oreo. Oh, okay. It may have not been owned by Nabisco, but it was the Oreo brand Oreo. Okay. All right. Let's roll again. We rolled a 19, which is us in an alternate universe. Maybe in this universe, you're not a murderer, Caitlin. Maybe you're not a filthy liar in this one. Oh. What a change up that would be. Caitlin, I mean, you guys, I got a super wild one for you right now. And I want you guys to really strap in and prepare for this one, okay? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so in this one, we're all books. 
You know, like oh, how. shit, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You go first then because I feel like I want to, I would definitely want yours first. <laughs> <laughs> then let's go into mine. <laughs> hey, that's mine too. <laughs> Get out of here, liar. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's never happened before. That is wild. But genuinely, you go first because... uh Okay, mine's a weird journey too. But in an alternate universe, we are all books. <laughs> Cassie, you're a big, nice book about dogs. Fuck yeah. Uh, you tell people all about the breeds and traits and fun little facts to prepare them before they go and adopt a puppy. Caitlin, you're a crazy, colorful comic book with such bright colors, it almost seems like you're bouncing around the entire library that we yes! live in. Yes! Um, and I'm a well-worn copy of a little novel called The Giver. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who Sounds about right. A well-loved uh, copy. It's very well-worn. My hey, pages are a little... You're uh, actually stuck to someone's nipples because you are a nipple tassel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this again. <laughs> It's listen, we're creating a beautiful universe here. All right. Well, one day, uh, the little library that we're nestled in gets new management, and the new manager decides to inspect every single book to ensure each is worthy of being in his library. Uh Oh, Oh, well, Cassie, because of your casual but informative tone, he decides you're not literary enough. What the or textbook enough to fit his library? So he puts you in the for sale bin. Oh. And Caitlin, he decides you're a little too loud, too bright, and too noticeable for his shelf. So you join Cassie. Oh, And he studies okay. me and decides I'm much too worn, especially when there's more than one copy of the same book. So he decides to keep the pretty copy and tosses me in the pile, too. Oh, man, we're all for sale. And yeah. we're terrified because not only has this library been our home for so long, we also know that we're most likely going to be separated. And we've become really good friends, despite the fact that we're very different books. Very different. Um, well, the library hosts a cell and all sorts of people come in and pick us up, but considering buying us but none of them do and now a new fear settles in we might go in the trash oh no but finally a group of three friends wander in mostly led by a bookish girl in front she drags the two other girls to the sale table and immediately picks up a copy of her favorite book it's worn the edges are a bit torn but she's gonna buy it because her copy has already been destroyed uh her friend picks up the dog book because she's been looking for a good copy at a cheap price and her last friend has already used had already has her nose buried in the comic book, laughing out loud at all the jokes it has. Oh! And that's, we go to live with these three friends in their apartment. Can yeah. I just say, those three friends sound dope as hell. They do. They sound super cool. They that sound one amazing. who laughs a lot sounds really cool. Yeah, Seems probably. like she might be a bit much. <laughs> or maybe a filthy fucking maybe liar. Maybe a murderer. <laughs> By chance, maybe a dirty, filthy liar. All right, so you're going to tell a new tale. Yeah, I'm going to spin a real deep, real different, I'm a sure. real deep story about books right now so mine i took the toy story route you know like everybody loves toy story where mm-hmm. like everything comes to life yeah. and we're all they're all real things so in toy story you know it's gonna be just like that how they go on these grand adventures and everything and everyone loves them but like just like toy story we can't come alive until somebody leaves the room mm-hmm. so in we all are in like we're owned by like one person we're on their shelves and everything and they leave the room they get a text from their friend and they're like making plans for the day she's excited she leaves the room and we finally get our moment to like plan our full day so she she's out we get ready to wake up and we realize that we're just fucking books so we can't do anything (laughs) and we just continue to sit on our shelf and that's our life is books (laughs) (laughs) well so yeah same wavelength exactly (laughs) we really connected here wow guys i really enjoyed both your stories about us being books yeah what do you got about us being books um so actually i don't have us as books i know listen Two truth tellers, 
non-murderers mm-hmm. write about alternate universes' books. What do you write about? Uh, this one may be suspicious. Uh, okay, <laughs> so us in an alternate universe, we are a team of gym- gymnasts who are competing against Simone Biles and many of the other oh, famous man. Olympian gymnasts. Oh, I'm man. ready. We're going to take yes. him down. Don't worry. I Simone. got this, guys. I'm oh, sorry, Simone who? <laughs> <laughs> and we are competing to get into the Olympics. So Cassie, you are our bars specialist. Mm-hmm. You are amazing at the bars and that's why you are on our team. McKenna, you're on the beam. You're so nimble and perfect for oh, the beam. My coordination is just... It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. You're books. like a hot dog up there. It's beautiful to watch. <laughs> just eating around. around the place. <laughs> eating gracefully. And me, I'm our floor specialist as well as I'm very good at the vault. Oh, so. She's got two things. Fuck her. I got two. And that's why, despite our impossibly small team, and they don't usually allow three people team, Mm -hmm. we are the best three people team and team in general on our way to the Olympics. I was going to say that first one didn't make it that impressive if we were the only one, but thank you in general. Thank you. And then, uh, so it was Olympic trials. It's basically just a formality. They know we're all going to the Olympics, but we just have to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Us and Simone are going. She's going to join our three-person team to make us complete. And Cassie, you're going up on your bars to do your um, amazing routine. Mm -hmm. Some sick flips. Some sick flips and something goes wrong. It it goes really well. I think you meant to say. It it goes really wrong. Perfectly. You get actually more air than normal. Oh. And so you're not expecting to come down the way that you do. Uh-oh. So you end up breaking your back on the Fucking hell, like Planty did that day when you let him get run over, huh? So he doesn't have a back! Great. Cool. Continue on with your story. McKenna, uh, you were doing really well on the beam and then uh, you split the beam and actually broke your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think it was possible, but it <laughs> happened. And okay, the best part of that is Caitlin. And Cassie almost took a spit take. <laughs> that was the wrong time to drink. That was so... McKenna, you broke I your can, vagina. I like, feel that, though. Like, you think about the beam and just landing hard right in that spot like you know yeah, honestly it's a fear. the beam it hurts really bad but yeah you actually broke your vagina nice um, wow yeah it was it was like but really eating hard too many wieners yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you eat your last wiener <laughs> and so i was the only one left on our team me and simone we were at the trials together and i had to go up for both vault and for floor those were my two exercises that i specialized in and we already lost two teammates so tragically 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 <laughs> So, um, me on the floor, it, it didn't go too well. I did step out of bounds one time oh, and then wow, the last like event, minus a full point, right? It's, yeah. it's pretty bad. Yeah. Right. So I was really shaken. My, my teammate just broke a vagina. <laughs> the <little laughs> one broke back. So then the last thing I got to do is I have to complete vault. I may actually have a shot of going to the Olympics if I can complete in this vault. It doesn't happen guys. I go straight into the vault and I, I seal it. I just slide across that vault. <laughs> Man, you like scorpion it? Do I you scorp- go full? Well, it's, it's I have too much force. <laughs> too much force. So imagine just going, like, just using it as, like, a slip and slide. But Okay, like just, when Shamu goes up on the yes, ground. Yes, exactly. That's world for that fun little trick, but yours isn't the fun little trick. Yes. So, no, I'm not broken, but I'm broken inside. Mm-hmm. So all three of us, we <laughs> become the team to be remembered. And uh, people, well, yeah, the well, almost <laughs> Olympians who just the destroyed almost their Olympians bodies. Who, who something happened, and who knows what happened, but we all all just ended up fucking it up. So we become inspirational speakers because we talk about <laughs> <laughs> losing your dreams by losing your vagina. it, but also gaining every dream that we ever wanted because people are, know who we are. We gain credibility and we also, you know, we fix your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
most importantly. Good. That's all Good. I needed to we know. We use the money from our inspirational speaking to fix that. So you're welcome. What about Cassie's back? Cassie? I don't care about that. It doesn't matter. She's okay too. <laughs> and don't worry, my pride's fixed too. But but uh, yeah, that's, that's us. What a beautiful universe. All right. I don't think I want to live there because breaking your vagina sounds painful. <laughs> it sounds super painful. Super, I know you can break painful. your nutsack, but I've never heard of anyone breaking their vagina. I yeah, I don't think I've heard of that. No. I guess like your pelvis. Probably if you pelvis, eat too yeah. many weeders or you land poorly on a, you know, I think beam. we found the two scenarios in which it would. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, man, that was a journey, guys. Our alternate universes. Cassie, for what a journey it was. <laughs> I mean, I have to give you credit for the brilliance of also thinking of us as books. Yeah. Because you know, somewhere out there, we are books. As we should be. I hope we're my books. <laughs> Me too, honestly. <laughs> um, but you know what? For the creativity and the accepting that, you know, books, and you brought up books, and like, what's my favorite thing? I feel like you you read right into what I would want. So you're going to get 100 points. Caitlin. I broke your vagina. <laughs> you sure did. I'm just Hey, but we're inspirational speakers. And, we I are, and you fixed it. You know what? And I feel like you really opened up. You accessed some part of yourself. You didn't have yourself succeed while we no, failed. No. You didn't sabotage also, yourself. She was the only one who didn't actually break anything. That's but I mean, I guess we can overlook that. You know. So you'll get 100 points too. And I'm going to roll again. All right. We rolled a five, which is advice for pop culture characters. Okay. My advice is actually going to go to... McKenna, I know you didn't get far in the series, but I'm going to the boys for oh, okay, advice. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm going to have, I'm going to take advice from one pop culture ki- figure and apply it to another. Ooh, all right. So I want, I actually want Starlight from the boys to follow in Becca from The Bachelor's footsteps. Oh, okay. So uh, in the boys, Starlight goes, she came from a Christian background. So like when she makes it big, this they invite her to speak at this Christian festival. And um, when she's at this festival, she realizes like, like the hypocrisy between a lot of, uh, behind like a lot of the things like how they'll say one thing but then not really like not do what they preach and everything and she gets up on stage and she says something along the lines about like how it's crazy to like not test the relationship and like marry someone in order to have sex mm-hmm. so like i want her which like yes true but i want her to go harder than that i want her to go becca hard mm-hmm. and becca took the stance on the bachelor straight up she straight up said that she fucked a dude in a windmill uh, three times three times yes. and like that's all i want starlight to do i want her to go up there be that bold and go that hard because <laughs> becca my girl like i respect her so much it. in that moment when also she was- her name's hannah her name's hannah hannah b well hannah, oh, hannah wait, i thought becca. it was becca becca was like two years ago uh, well hannah <laughs> hannah b my girl H- hannah b fucked a guy in a windmill <laughs> and she went on national tv and said i'm a christian and jesus still loved me and i just fucked a boy in a windmill and you know what? More I people do respect need to- for for it because she was like, "That's between me and my relationship with God, and what I do, you know, is between me and my like relationship with God." So yeah, it was a beautiful moment. If Starlight went out there and was like, "Yeah, I fucked someone last night," that's what she should have done, man. She's like, "Guess what? You probably fucked someone too." <laughs> uh, my advice is actually on a similar similar area because my advice is for um some of the members of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh hell yeah! Uh, which I have actually gotten my boyfriend addicted to this show. Good so work. we are all cut up. We watch every episode and it's like if we don't get to watch an episode the day it comes out, he's very sad. Oh, beautiful. So (laughs) I've created a monster. But my advice particularly is for Dylan, who's a guy on Bachelor in Paradise. Dylan. And he is very, very into a girl named Hannah. Mm -hmm. Another different Hannah. Different Hannah. Different Hannah. Hannah B. Different Hannah. Uh, And 
my advice is for him to like one not go after hannah and like have some clarity with himself because he is so obsessed with her he like fangirls over her and just creepily like just hangs on to her yes and like treats her like a trophy and yeah it's, it's very scary and he's like he'll like tell her things like i'm falling in love with you and she'll just kind of like look off in the other direction and smile yeah like straight and up since sad. like day two yeah and, it, and it's been like he's been like all in like i can imagine walking down the aisle mm-hmm. you know with you i can imagine you having my kids and she's just kind of like so my advice is for him to just like reflect and realize he like needs to work on himself very much so very much so and then find a person he's like who's equally into him and not go after someone and like immediately start to worship them yeah that's a bad relationship it's creepy yeah anytime you gotta literally hang on to somebody it's a it's a bad relationship it's not good it's really not good so that and then my other advice is for a, a girl named Tasha not to, to fall for a man child, which is JPJ. JPJ, but he's entertaining. I actually haven't watched. Like, oh, okay, yeah. uh, he's he's entertaining. Oh my gosh, he's entertaining just like Jordan is and like so many. But he's a man child. Mm. Uh, well, most men are. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot of them. Like, yeah. what, what can you what can you say? What can you do? Uh, well, I have some advice for something that's not from The Bachelor. It's uh, for the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. So unfortunately, we have only watched one episode of this so far. Yeah. I want to watch it all. So so bad because it's so good and the movie was good too if you haven't seen it make sure to go check that out but what we do in the shadows is basically vampires and it's a comedy show well, that was a weird way to put it but it's it's it's, it's like a, a fake documentary yeah, following it's, a, it's a fake documentary following this one guy who's a familiar of a vampire so he's a human and mm-hmm. he's living with these vampires and basically being their assistant doing anything he needs make sure people come in so they stay fed stuff like that so the familiar has been with his one vampire for over 10 years Our has been there for 10 years exactly as of the first episode and all he wants for his 10 year anniversary is to be turned into a vampire that's all he's wanted like he cosplays as a vampire like he has pictures of like interview from a vampire like it's hilarious but on his 10 year anniversary he doesn't end up getting bit instead he gets a beautiful sparkly you know uh picture given to him oh which was very good yes it was very very good very good but you can see the resentment in his eyes and the fact that he really wanted to be turned to a vampire so my advice for him is to make his neck look so satisfying to vampires (laughs) he has lived with vampires for 10 years so he needs to make it look so tasty and then um he needs to also have some uh precautionary things set up so he needs to have be bit next to a window so just in case he can flap that window up make sure there's sunlight that comes out he can stop them from biting too hard um he can also have some garlic nearby have a squirt bottle full of holy water that he got from a priest because he can go see a priest now because he's still human and um yeah that'll stop him from completely draining him and i feel like it'll be like a bella from twilight thing it'll eventually happen you you think do you think it'll go happen just like it did with Bella? Like one of them want to fuck him so bad that they'll finally turn him? Maybe. <laughs> I could only hope, honestly. Wow. That would be how I want the story to go. That would be really good. But also, it's a very good I'm only show. turning you because I really want to do you. I really, so. really want to bang you. So we're going we're gonna to make this happen. <laughs> we'll just give you eternal life because... How, how do you suggest he makes his neck look so damn good? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you asked, Cassie. Yeah, I do I'm need so, to know. I'm so glad you asked. Okay. So uh, vampires are drawn to blood, right? Yeah. The blood. The blood. 
Okay, so uh, my advice is to get some red substance because he doesn't want to get actual blood and just make it look a little blotchy. Mm-hmm. More blotchy than normal. Bring um, the blood to the surface almost. Yes, oh. yes. Um, you know what I sug- he really should do, I suggest, is that cupping exercise. Mm-hmm. You should do it right on I was going to say, find someone to give him some hickeys. Was, that works yeah, too. The cupping thing, uh, it'll release the tension as well as make Should he draw like some prominent. like good veins? Get some like make it, makeup artist That style. is a great idea but also when he takes a bite though he's gonna taste all that makeup so he needs to taste a, a, a little bit better mm-hmm. so i i suggest putting some sauce on there using the sauce as the makeup mckenna so oh. we can combine that um, do vampires eat in this world because i know in the twilight world they can't they like food repulses them um i don't think they eat in this one so we haven't got that far in the documentary we've only watched one episode <laughs> from the movie i don't believe they eat, eat them yeah, i'm sure they're down with sauces though as long as it doesn't yeah. have garlic i'm sure they're down yeah, for it i think there's one point where he puts salt on like a human and and then eats them probably so, yeah so so avoid like marinara which probably has garlic in it and you're probably <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if he just wrote on his neck like good veins here or just good eating bite me <laughs> right here my man guy fieri certified good eat <laughs> <laughs> i'll take you to flavor town right here <laughs> on my neck i feel like that's the best strategy <laughs> yes <laughs> just have alton brown come up here it's scientifically proven to be delicious <laughs> all the cuisine right all here no oh my god that is that is iron chef america well he's on that too but yeah, dog. He's there. <laughs> yeah but he's not the one that says ali cuisine that's the chairman good clarification all right so for both of your advice cassie i feel like you've given great advice mm-hmm. and for anyone in that position yeah you know? and again we're on the same wavelength again bachelor bachelor yeah you know so you're gonna get 160 mm-hmm. caitlin yes you know you're in the pursuit of making this guy happy your advice is for him to like have his dreams come true all he so wants I to do is be a vampire and, and i feel like you're on the right track just make your neck appealing that's all it takes to get bitten by a vampire yeah it's a sexy necks yeah sexy necks. tasty necks like beautiful um so you'll get 175 hey you want to know what plant he just wanted to be alive <laughs> don't <laughs> i'm gonna roll again this is a tasty neck <laughs> We rolled a 14, which is best NPC story of the week. All right, Kaylin, this is really going to require a lot of truth from you because this is an actual interaction. Dig deep. So I recently was around my boyfriend's family and there's one of his family members that has met me multiple times and each time she has thought that I was a different family member of my boyfriend. So yeah. she thought we were related. Nice. Um, I've gotten cousin. I've gotten sister. Ooh. It's weird. And so I met her again for the third time. So uh, she, first of all, came in and did not recognize who my boyfriend was and was like, who are her you Her own again? family? Yes, her own family. Hell yeah, did my girl. Did not recognize him and uh, recognized his sister and her sister's boyfriend, <laughs> but not her own blood. And then mm-hmm. uh, turned to me and she's like, oh, I haven't met you before, have I? I'm like, I've literally met you three <laughs> times, lady. But listen, you shouldn't feel bad if she didn't even recognize Brandon. How is she yeah, going to recognize she you? you? She didn't. But it was. But the last time I did make fun of her for thinking I was his cousin. And then we had a whole joke about fucking cousins. But I'm weird. sure she's met Brandon more than three times. Yeah. So yeah. still forgot him. That's a little weird. That's a little weird. You forget your nephew or whatever the fuck he was to her. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so is. she's definitely an NPC because I'm probably never going to see her again. 
Or if well, you do, it'll be like a brand new interaction. You just gotta start do. really fucking with her. If you can start new with oh this person God. each time you, you see her. You different careers. Oh different. my. Like, why have you not taken advantage of this? Act we, like you are a vampire next time you see her. He is my cousin. Yeah, that's what you should have done that first time. As mm-hmm. soon as she was like, are they cousins? You just start yeah. making out with him right then and there. <laughs> you bitch. That's what you should have done. So next time, really fuck with her because it has no consequences, apparently. She has no memory. She does She's not. not going to remember it. There's not enough memory in her card for her to remember that. Memory card lost. Um, well, Caitlin, I'm surprised. I'm going to go to an NPC that I thought you would have gone to. I'm going to a literal NPC in a game named Harvest Moon. Ah, yes. And this NPC is going to be Dean. Yes, so, my boy Dean. Is he your boy, though? My future husband, yes. So there is a character in Harvest Moon. He works at the flower shop. His yes. name's Dean. Yes. It should be noted on the back of Harvest Moon, it says you can marry people. Yes. So this, Caitlin has, I thought the goal was for Caitlin to marry Dean. Yeah. We're going to, we started to put the moves on. Caitlin is no longer putting the moves on Dean. Dean is just sitting there. So guys, if you're playing Harvest Moon, Dean's up for grabs. Fuck it. Go take <laughs> Dean. This is my, I'm just putting a PSA out there. The matchmaker won't even let me talk to her yet. Like I can't even make an appointment with her. Because he stopped hitting on Dean. You no. stopped hitting on Dean. Uh, we're working on it. I just got to get more compost for him. Yeah, give him some shit and then give him some sunflowers. I know. I need to get him the shit first because he's been waiting for that. And I just, my cow doesn't poop enough. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta hate when that happens. You know, Harvest Moon, it's a hard, it's like, it's, it takes some time, man. It sure does. I do love that game. Also, you mentioned the back of the game, the the back of the game Mm -hmm. and uh, how it said, yes, you can get married. And it's very hard already. I found that out. And also it does say on there that it's two player, which that is a definite lie. I mean, at some point for 10 whole seconds, two players can get in on there. So, yep, it's a it's definitely a one player game where you can like have some assist from a friend for literally five seconds. Yeah. And then they're down. But straight up, I just wanted to call this. Uh, I just want to take this moment to call you out because we have a mission to get Dick down by Dean and you <laughs> dropped it. And I just need you to get back on this. Wow. I must get the wiener. Yeet the wiener. Yeet the wiener. Come on. <laughs> uh, my NPC is very different. I'm going to take a different route. Um, recently, I was up in Big Bear Mountains where mm-hmm. we like to go. And it was there. Uh, they had a huge like citywide garage sale going on so basically like every other cabin was having a yard sale garage sale and my npc is not any of the wonderful garage sales we went to but there was this amazing man wearing a suspenders and a bow tie and a top hat was he your brother yes no (laughs) does sound like something he'd wear he was older but he was definitely out to steal your girl especially because he had a tiny like looked like one of those wind up tin cars but it was human sized and it what? was motorized and he was driving it around big bear stopping what? at the garage sales what? and he is my hero and he I, sounds amazing did yes. it straight up have like a fake little wind up thing on there no it didn't but it was all like a bubbly like bubbly type metal car. yes oh it was beautiful wow was, did you talk to him no we Damn. were already driving away when that is so sad up and i was like maybe we'll run into him at another sale but i never saw him again damn that is so sad but he was dressed to the nines like he was all like dapper and he knew little, it was a big event and listen, that he was people were out he knew people were out who had to witness his glorious presence oh. i am here to look at your rubbish yep pretty much <laughs> so it was a great experience and i need to grow up to be like him that's my conclusion from that cassie for your harvest moon npc i think this is one of the first times we've ever done like an actual npc as our npc it might be yeah it probably is that's a big moment um so yeah that was good 120 caitlin for your boyfriend's relative who just has no idea that you exist yeah i open up feel open like we've given you great future opportunities mm-hmm. yes um so i'm really excited to hear those stories mm-hmm. uh but for now this was pretty good too so you'll get 120 all right and let's maybe get one more roll in 
We rolled a 16, which is let's go on an adventure. Oh, let's go. We find ourselves in a foreign country, surrounded by people who are speaking a language you've never heard before. The streets are crowded with people and vendors and the roads are full of traffic, but we really have no idea which way to go or where we even are. We try to ask people what's going on, but they can't understand a single thing we say and we can't understand what they say. So we wander around and walk for what feels like hours trying to find something familiar. Finally, we see a familiar, friendly face. It's our wonderful DM and good pal, Greg. Greg! So we run up to him and we discover he also can't speak our language. Oh my God, no. Somehow we are just... Devastating. Lost. But he recognizes us and he seems distressed. We know we need to help him, but we don't know how. What do you guys do to attempt to communicate with him? Okay, I am super good at charades, y'all. I just start acting shit out. Okay, good, good. Immediately. Um, do you jump on this or do you come up with your own idea? Well, actually, I'm going to kind of jump on it, but a little bit more. So, Cassie, I'm sure when you're doing charades, you're doing full body charades, but mostly full body, using your hands. Mm-hmm. I would like to assist you in using all of my body and any of the things around me. Oh, tell to a help. story with a body. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Like I want Interpretive to. Interpretive dance kind of style. Yes. Okay, is good. exactly what I'm thinking. Yes. All right. That actually is very successful. Both charades and interpretive yes. dance. So he starts to mime back to you. Okay. And he mimes a kitten and starts making a meow noise followed by a moo what do you guys think it is and I, then he mimes looking around he's looking for a cat cow he's looking for his cat cow his cat cow clearly it's his own otherwise he wouldn't be distressed we know he loves that cat cow so he does probably his cat cow. so his cat cow is lost how do you find him lay out little treatsies all around town i'm gonna buy some treatsies from the little vendors around and just circle them to lead them back to my boy i'm gonna go all over town but they're all the treats are gonna lead back to greg okay i know greg does a really good uh kitten meow with a cow moo Mm -hmm. so i would i would like try to motion towards greg to continue to make that noise because of course uh his cat cow probably loves him very much and would hear him when he called that and then also i would i would assume that that loves cabbage Mm -hmm. so i would i would get some cabbage uh to use as bait to find this cat cow so you'll lay those alongside cassie's of course yes okay well greg indicates that he has been mooing and meowing quite a bit and it's just it's not working he's starting to lose his voice but now we're all on this journey to go lay out these treats and cabbage and let me tell you this cat cow loves both treats and cabbage Mm -hmm. obviously so you feel like you're on the right track you feel like you're getting somewhere but all of a sudden you come across a giant fly oh no he's just so huge and kind of gross looking and like right in front of you and he's blocking your past and starting to eat the snacks that you're putting out for the cat cow. Swat that bitch. So yes, there's, you look around, there's a billboard that looks a little bit unstable overhead Mm -hmm. and Caitlin, for some reason you have a jar of honey and a jar of jam on you. Always. What do you do? Always ready to get sticky. Okay. So uh, I got this jar. I'm going to give you Okay. The jar of honey. Okay. And I'm going to use the jam. Okay. So I'm going to slather my body with this jam. (laughs) I'm going to eat all the honey. Is that what you wanted? I ate it all. I was going to have you do something different, but I'm okay. It's ate it. It was real. You ate it and that's okay. Okay, cool. So uh, me covered in the the wonderful morsel that is jam. Yeah. I'm going to continue to run around as much as possible and get the attention of the fly, which I'm sure the fly will it'll attract them Mm -hmm. once a fly sees me i'm gonna run towards the billboard and i'm gonna run at the billboard but i'm gonna do the cool thing where i'm gonna kind of like drop down um like you know indiana jones how like uh no that's not a good analogy (laughs) (laughs) no 
that's not gonna work. I'm gonna run underneath the sign and then the last the minute fly, duck underneath. So it, exactly, okay. I'm gonna last minute duck you. underneath, and the fly's gonna go straight towards this billboard and die. And I'm Pooh Bear that whole time, just yeah. smacking on that honey, <laughs> um, just yum, yum. enjoying the show. I love honey. Yeah. My name's Cassie. Is that off? Is that right? Yeah, just like that. That's exactly what I said. You have to sound like that because your voice. Uh, my mouth is full of honey. It's full of honey, and then your 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 neck's probably really soothed. Not your neck. What's the Throat. inside of it? Throat. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have let you keep going. I feel like we would have gotten really interesting we descriptions of a throat area. <laughs> the inside of your neck. <laughs> uh, you know, there was a lot easier of a solution and I don't think that worked very well. Cass, you wanted to eat the honey. <laughs> you gave it to her. Yeah. That was a, that was on you. I thought she was supposed to help Honey me. is known to attract flies. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I thought she was going to do something good with it and I was going to dress myself nope. in jam. Why? Why you are you making yourself feel like... So all here's what happens okay. is you attempt to run around, but the fly is fast because he could fucking fly. Yeah. So Cassie sits aside eating this honey. The fly hasn't noticed because you're now covered in sugary, sticky jam and yeah. just flies on top of you and starts to like eat the jam off of your body. Ew, that's unpleasant. That's, <laughs> wait, but what if I that? run into the billboard then? You don't even get to the billboard. The fly flies on you. you. Okay, so the fly <laughs> caught me. Okay, whatever. He mm-hmm. got me. And then I continue to run with this fly on me. It's a giant ass fly. fly. I, okay, let's say he's on the back of my head, right? <laughs> I'm going to run the back of my head into this billboard to make sure he's murdered and pop. She's committed. She's, she's committed. committed. Uh, here's, here's what I'll step in and try to help because I'm also on this adventure. I'm going to take the, the honey away from Cassie. No. And I'm going to smear it all over this billboard. And Smackerel. after the billboard, the fly has finished snacking off of you. <laughs> Ew. Is, you caused this. <laughs> you covered yourself in jam i didn't know it was that big <laughs> the fly is going to then be attracted to the honey mm. and fly himself into the billboard and whatever way it toddles he's either going to be stuck to the billboard by the stickiness of the honey or fall and get smushed mm. and how much did you use all the honey in the I jar used or there's the still honey. some it's honey gone. okay it's gone. so well. now we got to lay out some more cabbage and treats mm-hmm it's all sticking to me because I'm so sticky. <laughs> I That's am good though. You're now, clean. You're you clean because of that fly. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <You're> clean. <laughs> Ew. You're spotless now. <laughs> oh. Yep. That's what's happened. But Cassie, now you're our walking treat because mm-hmm. now the cabbage and the snackies are like kind of stuck to you because you're I'm a little you're snack sticky. monster now. Yeah. But that actually works to our favor because out from the corner, the cat, co- cat cow comes just running and yes. decides to do equivalent to what the, the fly did get. Uh, Caitlin, oh, but it's much more enjoyable. Mine's a gift. Yours yeah, was like a you nightmare. Yeah, mine's a nightmare. <laughs> uh, and so we find the cat cow. Yeah. And we, we obviously reunite the cat cow with Greg. Mm-hmm. And we look in the collar. And can you guys guess what the cat cow's name is? Tippy. Yeah. What yeah. a good name. What a, a good name. Beautiful name. So we reunite Tippy with Greg. It takes a little while. He's surprised that Caitlin looks disheveled and Cassie is yeah. sticky. <laughs> it happens on adventures. <laughs> it's not an adventure unless but I'm sticky. He's overjoyed to be back oh. in the company. Uh, 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 cat cow. Uh, so keep uh, continuing with this joyful ending. Uh, and Cassie, why are you always sticky? <laughs> why, hey, Cassie, why are you sticky? Hey, so the cat cow actually has like magical properties. Reuniting the cat cow with Greg actually re settles and realigns this entire town and Ka- Greg is actually able to communicate with us again oh, and thank he says God. thank you and the signs start to appear in English again and we can understand things and oh, we know God. exactly where we are wow. so writing Greg with his beloved cat cow really solved all of their world's greatest problems as it should <sighs> mm-hmm. 
Bless up. So, you know what? I think that's a good place for us to end our adventure. Caitlin's been mauled by a giant fly. I'm into it. It just feels It feels like a good place. Right? Yes. Um, We definitely have a lot to determine on Caitlin's guiltiness or not. Mm -hmm. But before we get right into the results of the trial, why don't we go around sharing our successes um, end on and high because, you know, Caitlin, it might be your last one. That's rough. What'd you bring for your very (laughs) last one? (laughs) I'll, I'll go last. You'll go last? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I could dive right into mine for this week. It's actually been a very successful week, which I feel like has been few and far in between. But I got a job and I will officially be teaching again. Congrats, dude. That's awesome. Thank you. So that's my exciting success of the week. And honestly, a genuine success. Very good. That is rare (laughs) on to hear. Since I've had a genuine success. Since any of us. So thanks for holding up this podcast right now. And I am proud of you. And just like, I don't want to bring it down with my (laughs) success. I feel like it's on equal footing. But you guys, I faced my fear of naked feet. I went to a yoga class and there was naked feet everywhere. Oh, and they're on mats. And sometimes people just have dirty feet. Yep. And you know what? I went to that room. I walked into that space and there was a pose where we had to grab our feet. Happy baby. Happy baby. We were just grabbing our little feetsies. And I was in that room. And I stayed and in that room. And you watched other people grab their feetsies, too. Yeah, I closed my eyes because yeah, I needed to focus on myself. I could touch my own feet. And my journey. But watching other people touch their feet is real gross. It's a real bad time. There's mm-hmm. mirrors everywhere, too. It's a f- Oh, no, no, no. It's a bad time. But, I, you know, I lined my cheese, so. It was very good. I was very surprised when you said yes because I said, Cass, there's going to be some naked feet in there. Yeah, there's, there was a lot of naked feet. Really and naked also, feet. God, so many words that I don't know what they mean. Vinyasa. Not even, like, the terms for things. Like, there's that part. I knew I was going to expect that. But... I, it took me so long to like do anything because she would say stuff like let your knees and feet kiss each other and it took me so long to understand oh, that that meant touch. they need to touch <laughs> Like people just say like put your feet together. Yeah. Have your feet. Why touch. do they have to kiss? Why are my body parts kissing themselves? This like is literally weird. people would be doing moves and I would just be standing up like what the f- oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that's me every time I yeah. do something like yoga. Yeah, it was a lot. But I'm glad you faced your fear. Congratulations. Thank you. That Thank is a you. genuine success. Um well I'll start out with first one success, which is uh Harvest Moon. Uh I clocked about nine hours into the first day I put in this as a success. Yes. So in those nine hours, did you forget to water Planty? No, no, I did not work on that day. Planty only gets watered on days that I work. Well, well, that leads to suspicions. He's, he's a desert plant. He's not supposed to get watered every day or he'd die. Like, like he did. He died anyway. <laughs> R.I.P. Anyway, so yeah, I, I played Harvest Moon for like nine hours and it was a blast. And it's it's known as like one of the, the most boring games of ev- like ever. Oh, and I, I, this. I absolutely love it so much. It's so bad. Yeah. It's the poor man Stardew Valley I've heard. Yeah, it's so it's bad. so y'all. good. Um, anyways, so yeah, I really enjoy finding a new video game and, and playing it. And uh, another thing, another success is, uh, guys, I started a thing. You started a you thing? Started I a started thing. a thing. Uh, what is your thing that you have started? So it started on our Instagram page and it's to put a natural 20 sticker on your forehead. I mentioned something about it last week, I guess. And uh, we got a response. So <laughs> which is so unsuspected, <laughs> like... So, uh, yeah, I got a response. So people sent me over like DM us their address and I sent over some 
stickers. So people are going to be putting stickers on their forehead. And also I've requested to put them in unique places, quote unquote. And I said, yes, but I'm scared. Now I would like to rephrase that. If you're listening, don't get nasty, please. (laughs) Please no dick pics. Please no dick pics. I don't want them used as pasties, even though that would be unique, but Mm -hmm. don't do it, please. Listen, we Um, over here, we, we yeet wieners. So like no dick, no dick pics. We, we yeet wieners. (laughs) That was a struggle to say. I'm not sure people believe I do that anymore because I can't even say it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to stickers and join the join the movement, really of of putting that sticker on your forehead, it's a movement. Uh, yeah, it definitely it's a movement, is. and it had a very slow start because I think it should be noted that the movement of putting stickers on your face has started what two years ago? Two years yeah. ago, when yeah. I stuck stickers on my face, mm-hmm. and I tried to see how many of our stickers I could stick on my face. I think it was like fourteen or something. Can't remember. Oh uh, no, we got over twenty. Thank you very much. <laughs> we found the space you wanted to stop, and we said you don't need we, to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> we kept going. You're right. You, you shoved them right you in my want, nose holes. You were you wanted to stop at like 10 and we said we like no. there's room still i see skin on your face showing is this a safe place because cassie is kind of abusive when it comes to putting <laughs> stickers on someone's face it wasn't a safe place for planting but i mean <laughs> continue on anyways yeah just hit us up on social media or email <laughs> us and i'll send you over some stickers so you can stick those on your face or on your brain all right <laughs> all right now that we've got that sorted i think it's time for us to determine the results of this trial can we call out the point scribe <laughs> He's been sitting there secretly as our juror this entire time. Oh, he's at the bottom of the leaderboard with 68,790 points is McKenna. In the middle of the leaderboard with 90, sorry, with 69,140 points is Caitlin. At the top of the leaderboard with 69,000, 3,000 points is Cassie. That's 69,000, 3,000. 69,003. I feel like Caitlin is spreading her lying ability to our point scribe. I know. I've always lied, you bitch. Whoa. It's getting feisty now. Always bitches. Did you kill Planty Point Scribe? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. You'll never know. All right. Let's get him out of here. God, I can't stand him on that mic. I regret asking him anything. My ears are blown out. (laughs) All right. You know what? To be fair, my goal out of this was to see if Caitlin could get some upward mobility through those points to determine your truthiness. And you beat me this round. Is that correct? Yep. All right. I feel like though the evidence is stacked the other way, Mm. we have to determine you at least not guilty of murder. Maybe manslaughter or plant slaughter. Being an unfit parent for sure. Unfit parent. But murder was the trial we were on for today. And based off of the points, I feel like it's safe to say you're not guilty of murder. But that is the only thing. Can't celebrate yet. Unfit parent. Not a murderer. Yeah. I just threw away the corpse. Doesn't mean I killed it. Oh, man. It's getting worse. Uh, that could be hiding the evidence. There's so mm. many things. Oh, man. Um, You know what? You might be an unfit parent. The jury says not guilty. So you get Woo. to enjoy more Caitlin on the show. And with that said, we do actually have to determine who's going to be our next DM. Yeah. And since Caitlin hasn't been found guilty of murder, she can be one of the next DMs alongside Cassie. So I'm going to roll for you guys. Cassie, I'll roll for you first. You got a 13. Okay. Caitlin. You got a 20. So the numbers are really in your favor right now. I feel like fate fate is stepping in for you. I'm coming at you. But if more plants are dead around you, 
<laughs> with a knife? That was terrifying. <laughs> Next week. Oh, no. <laughs> My neck looks delicious. All right. If you want to see some great posts with stickers on foreheads and other random stuff happening. And or maybe, McKenna sleeping in a bed. That's oh, also I... up there. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on social media. Get some more good, good content. That's Unnatural 20s on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also be a part of our show. So, you know, if you want a little less Caitlin and more of you, you can DM <laughs> us dream. on our social media or write in an email on natural20s at gmail.com. And you can send in your quests, your topics, your questions, anything you want us to talk about. And when we roll number 10 on our adventure log, we will talk about what you send us. You can also support us and get a little bit more content than sh- is shared on our social media by going to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. And there by you know giving us just a little bit of money you'll get um blog posts you'll get exclusive stuff content and you can even get some jean jackets exclusive unnatural 20s jean jackets and be part of our jean jacket fam we also want to shout out the podcast the ocd which is by your pop filter and Mm -hmm. pretty good podcast recently it's been real good recently it's gotten an upgrade Mm -hmm. because caitlin and cassie have taken over that's right we're on our last run on here I think a, we may have to hang up our OCD hats. It's oh, probably coming soon. That's a shame. It's really just been the spike in the show. Just yeah. exactly what it needed. Ratings are at an all-time high, I feel like. I'm I sure. definitely uh, know it. <laughs> so check them out on the OCD. If you want some free stuff from us, some dice, some stickers, you can always go over to uh, Apple Podcasts and write us a five-star review, and we'll send those your way. Just send us your information for the address and everything and we'd love to give you some free dice and some stickers that you can also stick on your forehead yeah Woo! uh this has been unnatural 20s tune in next week for a new adventure on monday plenty oh.